What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Wait. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Wednesday's Facts Over Feelings live stream where we kick them facts. New, 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 new world order. And we don't give a sh about your feelings. We got a great show today. We got a, a, a feminist TikToker. She's a feminist. Um, she goes on a three-minute uh, segment here that we're going to show as the main event. And she says men will have no choice but to simp in the near future. Yes, indeed. This is her prediction. 20 years. She essentially says all men will fall. Essentially, there's only going to be a few men left, and they're going to be mostly the simp world order and or masculine men. And it's an interesting take. She's going to talk about which men will give in, which men will not hold the line. Remember, hold the line. She's going to tell you men are not going to hold the line. All right. And this is what they're going to have to take. Oh, they're going to have to take those busted Pillsbury biscuit cans for show. All right. Anyway, hit the like button on this stream. It certainly helps the algorithm. It helps get out it, you know, maybe 25 more people across the world will get it, but it sure does help rather than hurt. Or you can hit the dislike button. I don't even know. Do people know what the count of the dislike is? Sometimes I don't even pay attention to those things. But anyway, we got an update on Kevin Costner, Tia Mari update, update on Kim Kardashian. Uh, We're going to actually, we're going to make it make sense. This is not gossip. We're going to give you a new doom and gloom update. We're going to give you straggle and sniggle theater. And, uh, yeah, we're going to get into this show. All right, so do me a favor to support today's show. Dollar sign the Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Uh, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me, backslash Coach Greg Adams. That is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious. New, 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 new world order. CGA channel. All right, uh, appreciate y'all. Let me see if there's any early contributors to today's show. I did see somebody contribute. I got an email. A little long time ago. All right. Who is this in here? Maybe it's on the old cash app. There's still some people, you know, good habits are hard to die. You know what I mean? Shout out to over here. Jim rats says, thanks coach. I hope you don't get crucified. Damn. <laughs> All right. Uh, that tends to happen as, as you guys know, man. Uh, now you see why Jesus had all the problems that he had. I always tell you if, if the Lord savior, the Lord and Savior came down right now. They crucify him too. But anyway, <laughs> all right. Uh, it's a tough business to be a truth speaker. You think speaking the truth is difficult, man? Right. Um, it, it can seem like a you know you can seem like a pessimist, like a, a conspiracy theorist. Of course, I speak the truth, and actually, you're seeing it play out right in front of you. Go get my book. Go get. Go get my book, The Free Agent Lifestyle and The Evolution. Okay, let me see what's going on here. I see a weird contribution, and I see they took it out. So that's interesting. But shout out to who is this in the bit? Who is this in here? We got somebody else. Looks like I paid for something. I have no idea. Triggerverse says, if a simp kisses her in the mouth, does he taste the flavor of millions of a million playgrounds? Yes, he does. He does. <laughs> Are y'all kissing hoes out here? Y'all kissing girls? <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are y'all kissing 304s, ninjas? Are y'all kissing these girls that from the junior college? Watch out. You can get that herp derp on the lip. Okay, because these girls are out here working. Don't, don't, 
Don't think. Don't think, Ninja. Don't think. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, we're ready for today's show. For some reason, my eye is itching. So on live, I'm going to have to scratch it a couple times. I don't know if I put new contacts in this morning. So maybe that has something to do with it. I'll have the red eye the rest of the stream. But it's all good in the neighborhood. Let's get this show going with a little bit of doom and gloom. CGA in the building. New, 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 new world order. All right. Up, oh, there's the second bell. That was a delay. Check this out, ladies and gentlemen. Check this out. Um, apparently, and I've been warned. Hey, guys, this is all stuff that I prophesized about. Lab-grown meat is cleared for sale in the United States. New, 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 new world order. I've been telling y'all ninjas, we headed here. And of course, some people probably agree with this. I ain't with it. I want my steak. I want my steak. It says right here from New York, CNN. New, 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 new world order. Cultivated meat. Pause. Mm. Also known as lab-grown meat. New, 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 new world order. Says right here. Has been cleared for sale in the United States. Upside food and good meat. Pause. Two companies that make what they call cultivated chicken said Wednesday that they have gotten the approval from the U.S. Department of Agriculture to start producing their cell-based protein. Ninjas, I mean, we simps are going to be simping like crazy, bro. Simps is going to simp. Ninjas ain't getting no protein. Well, we're getting lab protein. It says right here, good meat. Pause. Which is owned by plant-based egg substitute maker uh, Eat Just. Said that production is starting immediately. <laughs> they could not wait. Cultivated or lab-grown meat is grown in a giant vat. Much like what you find at a beer brewery. Okay. Wednesday, Wednesday's moves follows a series of previously uh, previous approvals, which have paid the way for sales of cultivated meat. In the United States. Pause. Last week. Good meat. Pause. Upside. And Upside said that they have received approval for labels for his prod, uh, product from the USDA. In March, Good said it had uh, received a so-called no questions letter from the Food and Drug Administration. That letter states that the administration is satisfied that the product is safe to sell in the United States. The FDA issued a similar letter to Upside Food in November. It says right here, the cultivated meat sector is being overseen by the USDA and the FDA. And it says right here, good meat, pause, which has been selling its products in Singapore. Well, advertises its products as meat, pause, without slaughter. A more humane approach to eating meat. Pause. Mm. All right, man. What happened? It's barbecue in there. What happened to the barbecue, y'all? Supporters hope that cultivated meat will help fight climate change mm. by reducing the need for traditional animal agriculture, which emit greenhouse gases. Oh my God. Hold on for a second. I do have that sound. I do have that sound bite. Here it is. Oh my God. Indeed. The company has previously announced that it was partnering with chef and restaurateur Jose Andres to bring the item to Washington, D.C. restaurant. 
It is working with this team to launch, but does it have a specific information on or, or timing at this point, according to the company? There's a whole bunch of here this year, but hey, I hate to say I told you so, but I told you, you ninjas are going to be eating fake every goddamn thing at this point. That's where we're going. We're headed there. People are going to jump on it. Um, eventually, they'll push it on the market. If it does well, they'll just slowly cut out the real meat and you'll be eating soy. All right. Ninjas will be out here. Sashay, Shantae. <laughs> Somebody said the soft kill. Yeah, Bugs is coming next. I mean, they already have cricket mix. Y'all ninjas are going to be Shantae, Sashay. Shantae, you're going to be Vogue, Vogue, Vogue. Niggas be on the, oh, I said the Emma. Ninja's going to be on the tippy toes. They're going to be like running around here like this. Sashay, Shantae. <laughs> right. And steak, what, dude, who's been with me long enough to remember when I said steak is going to be a delicacy? Steak is going to be a delicacy, and y'all think I'm out of my mind. Ninja's going to be. Boat, boat, boat. <laughs> it's in the water. Sashay. Shantae. They're going to be like, I can fly, I can fly. I can fly, I can fly. They already reserving stakes for wealthy people. It's going to be a delicacy. We're, we're, we're gone, man. I'm telling you, man. These are all things I've been talking about for the last couple of years. I was like, man, y'all better make sure if you in the, if you in the city, you'll have no choice but to eat soy meat. All right, this is going to be absolutely, uh, you have no choice because you ain't going to get out to the country. I'm getting out to the countryside. I ain't. I can't, I can't do this no more. I'm going to Montana, man. The steaks are going to be expensive. I actually watched the show. I can never find this clip, but they had aged steaks that celebrities had purchased in advance, <laughs> right? Like the steak is being aged in the process of aging. You can buy the, you can buy aged steak now. You go to Roos Chris, they'll ask you, do you want your steak aged or do you want it straight up? All right. But um, but uh, they had steaks. I don't remember what show I was watching, but I just happened to go across it. I think it was on regular television. And they were like, oh, celebrities are already setting aside and reserving their steaks. Ninja weed, bruh. It's crazy out here. So um, I got a question. Has anybody have a missing 6.2? billion dollars anybody missing a cool 6.2 billion dollars well apparently the united states is missing a cool 6.2 billion dollars and apparently it has possibly gone to the ukraine let's give you an update here new 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 world order <laughs> let's give you an update this is 6.2 billion dollars of your hey so if you behind on taxes irs coming for your neck ninja i'm just telling you but apparently, apparently, take a look. Breaking news. My eye is messed up. It's going to be red by the end of the day. Breaking news. Ah, uh, we got it. It's going back into the pot. The Pentagon just made a stunning $6.2 billion accounting error. And it provides at and it provides extra aid for Ukraine. Here's exactly what happened. I'm curious. Hey, yay, yay says right here, the Pentagon reported on Tuesday that it had overestimated the value of the weapons it supplied to Ukraine by a whopping $6.2 billion over the past two years. Hey, man, 
I told you. <laughs> what did I tell you, bro? I've been telling you and telling you and telling you and telling you. Ay, ay, ay. You guys don't realize, man. You guys are, are they're taking the money right off the top, right in front of your face. This is why you cannot support any levels of socialism. They're literally taking the money right off the top. Man, robbing. And, and they know, they know time. Hey, they know the, the, hold on for a second. Let me see if I can pull this up. Let me see if we go in here. They know, I, I'm, I don't want to cause any, I'm not trying to cause any, um, anybody to panic. I don't want anyone to panic. Please understand. I don't want anybody to panic. But uh, take a look at this as I read the article. I'm going to put this up right here. They know, they know something's up. New, 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 new world order. This cannot continue. Fiat currency, we're, we're, we're playing with, we're playing with monopoly money at this point. Barely that. We literally have, we literally are playing with uh, uh, just numbers on paper. I mean, this is what we got here, brothers. I mean, this is, this look. Hey, I remember showing this on my show. I remember showing this on my show, and you can possibly find it. This number was like at 17 billion, a trillion <laughs> billion. I always do that. I always make that mistake. I'm pretty sure the last three years that I've showed this clock, at one point it was at 17 trillion, and that was three years ago. <laughs> right? That was three years ago. Ninja, we didn't doubled it, bro. We. <laughs> Something's going on. They know <laughs> CBDC rolls out July 1st or the Fed now, at least. Yeah, man. I mean, look, I know people want to act like I don't know what I'm talking about. Let, let's go back to the original story. I'm going to read it. I'm, you're not going to see anything but this debt clock. It says right here, this just comes four weeks after the Pentagon initially admitted to an accounting error of at least $3 billion, about half of the current estimate Congress members have also been pressing the Department of Defense to ensure the funds didn't get diverted into the wrong hands or be subject to fraud. Well, it possibly could have went to Victor Bout. I, I have no idea. I, I, I really don't know. I really don't know. Could have. That's what they're concerned about. Maybe Victor Bout got it. He He's out and running free. Maybe Brittany Griner got it. <laughs> Who knows? There's already been fraud. What are we talking about here? This news and reportedly final estimate means that the U.S. can provide more arms to Ukraine as it mounts its counteroffensive against Russia. Really? Mm. Oh, we're going to give them more now. I wonder where it went. Here's what happened. The Pentagon spokesman, Sabrina Singh, explained in the news that briefly that a detailed review of the accounting error founded the military service, used replacement costs instead of a book value of equipment, that was drawn from U.S. stocks and provided to Ukraine. This miscalculation, this simple miscalculation, inflated the cost of each new aid package, resulting in an error of about $3.6 billion in the current financial year and $2.6 billion in the 2022 fiscal year, which ended in September 30th. That's all. Singh said the error in, in no way impacts the provision of support to Ukraine. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. But when the Pentagon publicly disclosed the $3 billion accounting error in May, some Republican lawmakers believe the mistake may have reduced the amount of support 
for Ukraine leading up to the counteroffensive. As a result, since they got actually less money, we need to give them some more. Interesting. The revelation of the $3 billion accounting error discovered two months ago and only today shared with Congress is extremely problematic, to say the least. Just it's extremely problematic. Interesting. Wrote the House Foreign Affairs Chairman Michael McCall and the House Armed Services Chairman Mike Rogers in a joint statement last month. Just 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 a problematic says right there, these funds could have been used for extra supplies and weapons for the upcoming counteroffensive instead of rationing funds to last for the remainder of the fiscal year. Well, anyway, enough about all that. New, 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 new world order. <laughs> all right, man, I'm going to tell you, brothers. Uh, take a look, Ski, right here, man. We are, there's something going on. And, um, you know, I don't know how far we can kick this can down the road before things erode. But this is going to have a, as you know, this is having a drastic effect on our relationships with ourselves, our relationship with other people of the opposite gender. And then also this is having a great, great consequence on people's lives because inflation is resulting from printing out money and handing it out across the world. It's, it's impacting. And we're going to touch on that in a little bit. And um, let's get right into that. As a matter of fact, Straggle and Sniggle Theater. We're going to get into that right now. Let's play the intro. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me. You can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky. Come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Any update on that missing billionaire that went down in that submarine looking for the Titanic remains? I guess that didn't end well. Stuff like that happens. Straggling Sniggle Theater. Um, the block is hot. These greets is super duper hot. Let's take a look here without the music being played here. Uh, I've been showing you this. I actually predicted this. I said, we're going to turn into Venezuela at some point, and women are going to be selling peace leave out in the open. I've been saying this for a couple of years. And then I also said, uh, uh, when I was saying it, I was saying, they're going to be knocking at your door selling peace leave for bottles of water. That was exactly what I said. This was around 2019 going into 2020, and I actually wrote about it in my book, The Evolution. Here it is right here. Actually wrote it in my book, The Evolution. All right, uh, towards the end, uh, uh, chapter, uh, 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 I, sound like a, I sound like a damn church preacher. Chapter 12, Dead Demons. And I said, subsequently, this is going to lead to women turning back to the oldest profession. All right, so if you get my book, The Evolution, chapter 12, I go into detail about how the current mind state of the American woman, she's in a she's in dire straits. She cannot turn back to marriage or any of that uh, because, um, you know, the options are the economically attractive man is not available to her. And when the idea of the economically attractive man rolled out, that's when I knew I was like, we're in trouble. If women are looking for economically attractive men and vocalizing it, they're in financial disrepair, which means they're going to turn to things like um, in my book. I talked about it. Teachers uh, looking teachers looking to supplement their income. Young women in Generation Z becoming adults with no chance to go to college or they'll go to college, but they're not really going to college. They're just going because they got nothing else better to do. But they'll turn. They'll turn into it. And I said right here, it says right here um, that right here actually don't mind if you decide to sell your peace leave on the open market. More power to you. But once you put a price tag on that, 
and a lower price tag, might I add. You cannot seek out economically attractive men and good men that is going to take you seriously in relationships. Okay, so I'm actually talking about that here, that we're going to lead into that. My book, The Evolution, actually talked about that, published in late 2019 going into 2020, and here we are. We're here. So this debt, this 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 um this inflation is kicking ass. As a matter of fact, take a look at this. Take a look at this. Venezuela. Uh, we've turned. This is the this is the American streets here. This is the American in these streets. These are man. It's gonna be hard for me to tell ninjas to cold approach bitches out here. It's a wrap. These are girls that are on your IG, guys. Trust me, I know. These are girls that are in. Listen. It's a cold, cold world out here, man. It's an evil world we live in. They're selling this. It's selling to the highest bidder and fast. Unfortunately, they got that man's license plate. Uh, Don't look his license plate up. But uh, they right here on the open market. Broad day. Broad day. And it's getting worse, guys. Uh, Guys, this is going to come. You think this is bad now? Guys, you think this is bad now? This is going to accelerate to unseen of um, rates. I'm telling you, it's going to get worse than this. And municipalities are going to loosen up. So uh, let me show you this real quick, because uh, in Venezuela, once they had their great collapse, we saw that as well. Let me go ahead and play this clip right here. And this guy's going to actually talk about it right here, Venezuela, especially in Venezuela and Colombia. Here we go. A drive at night through the border town of Cucuta reveals that, like in many economic sectors here, this area is full of workers but short on work. On almost every corner, sex workers gather. According to three of them we spoke to, almost all of the girls working these streets are Venezuelans. In this group, a nursing student who dropped out of school, a seamstress, and a customs officer who couldn't find work back home. None of them had previously worked as a prostitute. If I didn't have kids, I really wouldn't even want to be alive, she says, but I have to fight for my kids. I won't let them starve to death. All three saying they came here to try to help their family back in Venezuela. I got tired of watching my mom struggle, so I decided to come here to try to help her take care of my brother. Now, here's the thing. The reason why I'm showing this, because we're this is America now. Guys, this is the United States. And people have been, t- this, this video from, from Colombia talking about the Venezuela girls, and it was going crazy in Venezuela. This is from five years ago. This is from five years ago. Guys, I just showed you. This is, these aren't girls that are just like, oh, I'm just a skeezer. These are girls in the same predicament. Okay. Now in the United States, you're seeing the exact same thing. I've been telling you this for a long time. This is coming. This is coming. This is coming. This is coming. Pause. All right. Mm. And, of course, we got the chunkier varieties here in the United States. Oh, also, I also said with immigration, this is going to skyrocket. Do you think the amount of people coming over as immigrants, where do you think they're going to work? I'm going to ask you this again. Where do you think the amount of immigrants coming, female immigrants, how do you think they're going to get jobs? You think they're all going to go to Oxnard and pick strawberries? 
Do you think they're all going to go get pick peaches in Atlanta and Georgia? Okay, this is going to get crazy. All right, this is going to get nuts. And you heard it here first. You heard me predict this in 2019 and 2018. You are now seeing me tell you, watch out. This shit is going to be nuts. And it's not just going to be floozies and airheads. They're going to be teachers and shit like that. It's going to be out of control. Speaking about a control, is the simping out of control? Is the simping out of control? Um, let's look at this video on Straggle and Sniggle. Apparently, we're going to talk about the simp world order. Here it is right there. It says right here, this is a skit. Dudes always act different when their friends are not around. And it says dudes swear they're not simp. Simps. And I think I played a video from this uh, couple before, but uh, let's let it rip. Uh, not right now, man. I ain't no sit to ask you. Come on. I'm right here. Man, come on now. Yeah. But, hey, I'm leaving. I'm right, getting sir. sleepy, bro. Stay up. Oh, yeah. Stay up. All righty. Hey, Sue. Hey, we lost that. Oh, shit. Where are my keys at? Oh, what's the notebook? Oh, I love you, bro. Oh, 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 what's up, bro? What are you doing? What, what, yeah. what you doing, bro? You was just talking oh, about you not no sip. Bro, what are you doing here still? I'm looking for my keys, but I thought you was in the sip. I ain't no sip. Come on. Get your keys and get back here. All right, here. bro. I don't know what y'all into, but y'all go. you condone this? Yeah, man, you know, I know everybody, everybody, everybody. <laughs> I like this clip. Um, everybody claims they hardcore. Somebody said on locals, they said this is how dudes be after listening to my show. But of course, it's just a skit. It's in jest and it's a good one. Uh, I'll play it again for you in case you missed it. Yeah, you know, dudes talk that ish online on the Internet. But when they get around, they boo. All right. And as you can see, he turned into the simp and to the feminine. He turned into the feminine here real quick. And she knows the game. Here we go. Uh, not right now, man. I ain't no sit to ask you. Come on. Got the homie right here. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah. But hey, I'm leaving. I'm right, getting sir. sleepy, bro. Oh, yeah. Stay up. All righty. Man, we lost that. Oh, shit. Where my keys at? Oh. Come on, what's the notebook? Oh, I love you, bro. Oh, what's up, bro? What are you doing? What, what, yeah. what you doing, bro? You was just bro, talking bro, about you not no simp. Bro, what you doing here still? I'm looking for my keys, but I thought you was in the simp. I ain't no simp. Come on, get your keys and get back All here. All right, bro. I don't know what y'all into, but yeah. y'all go. You condone this? What's up, bro? Come on. Come on. Weird. Yeah, man. It's all right. He tried. He tried. Niggas always got to show they He tried. <laughs> all right. He tried the whole masculine frame. And he ended up simping. Even your top game coaches end up simping like that, um, you know, for they girls. There was a funny clip in the movie, American P.I.M.P. And one of the clips, it was a guy, I can't remember these guys' names, but it was he was like a bigger, bigger pimp. He was like a bigger, uh, a fatter guy. And he had a he had a perm or his hair straightened and he had a ponytail. Oh, when this girls wasn't around, he was calling them all kind of funky cock this, and he was calling them all kind of names. He was talking about the pimping, blah, blah, blah. But then when the girls were around, he was like, oh, you know, he, he wasn't putting his Mac down like he was when the girls were not around. When he was nobody was watching him on the interview, he was like, and I do this to a B.I. I do this to a B.I. But then when the girls were around, he was like, well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, you be all over me, you. You be all over pimping. Mm. Yeah, I was like, yo, yo, yo frame. You didn't lost your frame <laughs> real quick. All right, man, let me see something here. I'm going to check on something. I'm going to check on something. What is going on here? What is going on here? Okay. All right. I don't know where my, I don't know where my super chats are. 
or if there are any to acknowledge. Uh, shout out to Steven Weiss. He says, Coach, oh, you're ahead, you're behind. I'm behind you. He says, Coach, the Pentagon announced 2.3 trillion was missing on September 10th, 2001. Interesting. Then the next day, oh boy, he says, then the next day we had September 11th. And the side of the Pentagon that was hit by the missile contained the accounting records. What a coincidence. Oh no, Robert. New, 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 new world order. Steven. Yo. Uh-huh. Was it hit by an airplane? Anybody know? I thought it was an airplane. Wasn't it, it one of the planes that hit? I can't remember. I thought it was a it was a plane, right? <laughs> Just playing. Oh man, they, look, I ain't trying. Y'all trying to get me new, new, new world order. Y'all trying to get my life lost now here. I ain't. I ain't, listen. I don't know what had happened. Was what had happened was I didn't see it. I did see a freeze frame. I saw a freeze frame. But anyway, let me stop. Let me stop. New, 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 new world order. Bob says, I can't wait for this time coming. All right. <laughs> you can't wait for this time coming. Oh, no. Mm. Chill. Chill, chill, chill. All right. Shout out to the dictator says, my community college girl just let me know that she put me on punishment. Coach, can you give her some words from the minister? Piss you the employee. She done lost her mind. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. <laughs> how she put you on punishment? She don't understand how this works. Anyway, yeah, my girls don't hear from me. I just don't hear. They don't hear from me. And then I tell, hey, you know, come on over. All right, listen. What do we got going on here? Somebody says delete this stream ASAP. Yeah, they coming after me. They gonna be like, okay, you going too far, brothers? Hey, man, I don't know, man. Look, that was like 50, 11 years ago. I have no idea what was going on. I done forgot. Please forgive me. I done forgot. Let me see. Kevin G, did I get you already? He says, doesn't matter. What did you say? I have real meat for the bitches in here. All right. Shout Being out. black is Wait, what I'm trying to be. That's not what, what I, I went. <laughs> I didn't mean that clip. You bitch. That's what you I meant. Bitch. You got real meat for the. Yeah. These girls get real meat over here. And they're going to be thirsty for real meat. Pause. Girls out here thirsty, but guys, man, ladies, hey, is there any women here? Are there any women that have arrived? I know y'all like to lay low. You think I'm going to tell you to come up on the stream and tell you to get your weave fixed? Because I know how y'all go when you get home, you take your bra out, titties be sagging. You put your face cream on, you put your bonnet on, you wrap your hair. White girls, you and, 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 and Samoan girls and Mexican girls put their hair up in that pineapple <laughs> all right and guess what you don't you can't come on the stream because it's evening time you're watching me at night ladies you watching me with your hands between your thighs because i am every woman's fantasy but ladies tell these men that y'all broke <clears throat> ladies ladies are you listening to me <laughs> Tell these men that y'all broke. Hold on for a second. <laughs> she said, "You." So who said I'm silly? 
Hey man, ladies, tell tell these men. Here's the thing. They you don't know, they can't say it. Where's my clip? Uh oh. Here's the thing, you know, if you're broke, just say that. Don't be mad at me for charging people for my time, materials, and efforts. God. Somebody said, um, somebody said they broke after they just traveled. That's real. That's real in the field, man. Hey, look. Uh, when you come from a trip, you definitely got to get your finances back in order. All right. Uh, somebody said I'm a woman. Oh, wait, wait, it. Mr. Highway is a woman. The fuck? All right. Tell these men, I don't see where the women at. Where they at? I can't see you. Some only couple of women. And and the reason I'm, I'm not here to make fun of y'all. I'm not here to make fun of y'all. I'm just letting these guys know they need to know the real. They need to, that was a picture of me. Oh, that was a picture of me. Oh, okay. So that was a woman. Mr. Highway's a woman. But they be, uh, man, I'm telling y'all, man. So I'm a woman. Hear me. Okay. That's y'all messing with me. Y'all messing with me. But man, they be out broke out here. They struggling, man. And I want y'all to know that's going to have an impact on y'all. All right. I hate to keep beating a dead horse, but this is going to be a problem for you guys in the future. It's going to be a problem. And this is why. <laughs> All right, somebody said they broke. They they broke after travel back to grinding. Maryland guy says the question is: Will Bill Gates eat the fake meat? No, nope, he's not. <laughs> Absolutely not. New, 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 new world order. You do it. New, 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 new world order. They got me. Hey. New, 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 new world order. They, they got me. It's crazy. <laughs> they cut the internet. New, 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 new world order. Man, I'm going to be sleeping with the jammy in my hand, brothers. New, 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 new world order. Oh, man. Every now and then, they'll get me, brothers. Like, new, 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 new world order. This is crazy. I started talking about the ladies, and they started, you know, I started talking about other things. Who got me? New, 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 new world order. This is clone CGA. This isn't the real one now. I'm the clone CGA. <laughs> this is clone CGA. This is AI CGA. What's going on, everybody? This is Coach Greg Adams. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the coach gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. I am EWF and the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The king of kings and the king of content. New, new, <laughs> new, new, new world order. AICGA. Hey, man, we we here, brothers. <laughs> oh. Let me see here, man. Let me see. We're going to try to survive today's stream. We're going to try to survive. Oh, man. The ladies, I called them broke, and they went right, right fast. Got me up out of there. Bumped me off. All right, ladies. Come on, chill. 
Maryland guy says recreational Mary Jane rolls out in Maryland on July 1st. They got to keep the populace doped up to distract them from what's really going on out here. And yes, they, they got it. They're going to be ready to go. They're going to be ready. So watch out in Maryland. These people are going to be acting up that sticky icky, that ooh wee. They're going to be acting up in Maryland. Deadly, deadly, what Ukrainians, wait, what you, what's Ukraine got to do for us to win this war? Wait a minute. What's Ukraine going to do for us if they win the war? A pat on the head and uh, you're such a good country. Well, did you say they're going to win the war? Wait. You said, you said if they win the war, I know you're just joking. I mean, they're, they're not going to win. All right. But. It's a what do they call it? A proxy war. They're basically this is this is just to let the Russians like this would be the equivalent of um of uh, if I got a championship fight against you, I'm going to defend the championship and and and, um, and uh, you're my next opponent. But I give you another opponent in between me. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You got to fight somebody else the night before you fight me. So you're going to be basically just, you're going to be gassed. And by the time we get in there, or we can walk in the door. All right. So this is just a, it, it don't mean nothing. This is just them. Shout out to Anthony. Anthony is in the building. The toast to the free agent lifestyle gangsters. Shout out to you. We out here winning. We out here winning. We going to stay alive out here. Indeed. You see how hard I get it out here. Pause. You see how hard it is for me. All right. No government name. You're right about us. Gen X parents. We overcompensated. And generally, our kids really don't appreciate it. They don't. Dude, and kids, are you listening? Any kids in here? Any underage 18-year-olds watching me with their parental consent? Are you watching me? Kids watch me like we used to watch Eddie Murphy uh, Delirious and listen to Richard Pryor on the on the uh, phonograph. Kids watching me, they be at home sniggling. <laughs> they be at home <laughs> just a sniggling. <laughs> right? I wonder if kids watch me like teenage boys that's like 16 and 14 and 15. They got no pudussy. They ain't got no future getting no pudussy at all. They ain't even going to get nan. Like, they ain't not going to get Nan for, like, seven years. <laughs> okay. And they be watching me, and they be like. <laughs> they be talking about Deacon Clap Cheeks. <laughs> Are there any kids in here? Hey, listen. As parents, we want to apologize. Hey, what you have to understand about kids, okay, if they're still under age 18 and most kids that are in their 20s. They don't understand us Gen Xers overcompensating on our parenting. We're quite annoying to kids. We're very annoying parents. Gen X parents, listen up. And some of you older millennial parents, listen up too, because you guys have you guys have Gen Alpha following you, and you guys got some millennials. I'm sorry, you guys have some Generation Zs, millennial parents, older millennials, like people were born in the in the 80s, like the early 80s. These were millennials. Um. You're annoying to your children, helicoptering them, taking them from task to task to task, asking them how their day is, constantly all in their business, telling them to wear their bike helmet. <laughs> like, 
Okay. Doing all of these things and taking pictures with them. Take a picture with me. All in the picture, all in the video. You want to be sure it? Can I share it? Tagging them on their, your Facebook, tagging them on your Instagram. You guys are annoying as hell. Now, here's the thing. We think we're protecting them. We're protecting our kids. But what these kids don't know, yeah, asking them, sitting up under them, watching movies with them all the time, commenting, asking them questions. How are you? Are you doing well? I'm just checking up on you. Hey, what are you doing? Or do you need therapy? Are you considering hurting yourself? Well, if you keep asking me, I will hurt myself. <laughs> These people here naming them last name, first name, last names. Everybody's got a last name, a first name. That's a last name in the past. Connor, Tyler, Jenner, Hunter, right? All of these last name, first name, ass kids, Jordan, Tyson. It's absolutely disgraceful. This is disgraceful. You guys named them last names. And now, and now your kids hate your guts. <laughs> your kids hate your guts. You're all up in their face all the time, 24 and 7. Now, our parents actually were absentee as parents. Our parents left us alone and left us to rot. They left us to burn down the house. They left us to pursue booty. They did what they did out here. They just left us. And because we had a void in our heart, not only did they leave us, they spanked us, they yelled at us, they popped us on the nose, they poked us in the eye. You know what I mean? They popped us in the lip. <laughs> they got belts on us. They threatened us. They scared the piss out of us. Now these punk-ass parents don't want their kids to be scared of them. Your kid shouldn't be scared of you. Made us go outside all day Saturday. Remember as a kid, you'd be looking in the screen window because you can't, like the screen, not even the window. It was just the screen, the little screen part of the window right here. You're looking at the screen. Can I come in? You go in. What you doing in here? I just need to wash my hands. I need to go to the bathroom. All right, go to the bathroom and get your ass outside. <laughs> They came out and they gave us, and don't let that screen door hit the damn, you know what I mean? Don't let that screen door clam against the thing. Damn, that damn screen door. That screen door cost $50 back in the day, barely that. But they didn't want you to break that screen door. Parents, go outside. Go outside. Get away. And I'm like, Mommy, I haven't seen you all week. Now, Saturday, you're here, and I got to go outside. Your parents hoped you didn't make the basketball team. Your parents hoped you didn't make the basketball team. Hi, mom. Hey, um, I'm going to try out for the basketball team. And it's going to be a $120 fee. Practices every day at 3.30 p.m. across the county. Yeah. Games every week. Travel games. There's no, not going to be a bus. So you'll have to take me to the games. Your parents like, damn. I hope you don't make the team. 
They hoping you don't make the team. How was tryouts today? Damn, you did good. Coach might put you on the team, huh? All right, I'll fix that shit. You done forgot your shoes. Moms, where are my shoes for practice? I don't know where your shoes are. So you and your church shoes dribbling. You and your church shoes, you sliding around. <laughs> you and your church shoes trying to play basketball. She come back. How was trials today? I did pretty good. I had to wear my church shoes, but uh, I was out there killing them. I was crossing them over, dripping sweat, put my hand down. I was going behind the back. I was going coast to coast. I was finger rolling like Jerry's curve. And she like, damn. You come back. I made the team. I made the team. She's like, you made the goddamn team. Damn. Because they got to get up now. <laughs> That's how our parents did us. Well, you better get a carpool. You better stay up at the school all damn day. You're going to be at the school all damn day. And you better take a bus, two buses, and two transfers to get back home. I ain't going to be up at the school picking your ass up. Hell no. <laughs> you like, uh, hey, uh, mom's, uh, I need that $125 fee to play on the team. You think you got that? What? $125? This is a goddamn shame. This is a crime. I'm going to call that damn school and ask them why they need $120. They the one putting the team on. Mm. <laughs> yep, bruh. You better ask somebody else, tell you, get that damn, you better go sell some candy. That's how our parents used to do us. Mama, mama, you watched my basketball jersey. I need my, I got a game today. Did you watch my jersey? Boy, you better learn how to get on that damn washing machine and wash your own damn jersey. She didn't put it in the dryer. Your numbers are, your numbers pink. Your numbers are pink and blood in. She didn't put the iron on the number. Now you got a hole where your number two is at. You're like, oh, Jesus Christ, man. I can't go to school like this. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Hey, look, that's how our parents was. They ain't gone and doing that as long as you ain't good when you ain't dead. <laughs> yeah. Long as you ain't dead, you know what I mean. Long as you alive, you get you alive. Okay, good. All right, good. There's something down there. We we done made a grilled cheese in there. There's some grilled cheese and some tater tots. You can go in there, have it. It's sitting in the oven. It's sitting in the oven. Now y'all kids got y'all parents. We're gonna have a family dinner. Overcompensating as Gen Xers, family dinner, no phones. Limiting their screen time, paying attention to everything they do. You know what I mean? They kids like, can you give me some space? And what Gen Z kids don't understand is our parents didn't give a shit about us. They And we still survived. We still survived. We kind of did what we did. Some of us got in trouble. Some of us didn't. <laughs> but we kind of just parented ourselves. Our parents were just kind of laissez-faire. You know what I mean? Every now and then they just come in and rage at us. What the hell's going on? You didn't let these mosquitoes in the house. Why you didn't close the door? Now we micromanaging everything. We got to move them around like chess pieces and shit. All right, I'm going to move you over here and I'm going to take you here and then I'm going to pick you up and then I'm going to ask you 50 questions and then I'm going to just... Mm. And guess what? These Gen Z 
Zoomers, they hate their parents' guts. It didn't help them like us. It didn't help them like us because they don't understand how we used to get parented. They did not understand how we used to get parented. So they they didn't realize we were we had absentee ass parents. We came home from school, walked uphill both ways in the snow, and came home empty ass house. <laughs> Your parents see you. By the time they come home from work, drop their stuff. Hey champ. <laughs> How's it going? Good. Get any girls? No. All right. He get in the refrigerator. He just get he just crack open a brook. Sit down. <laughs> Completely depressed. Dad, dad, mom depressed. Like, ah, damn, another hard ass day. Smoking cigarettes in front of you. You just trying to sit there and watch different strokes. And they just smoke it packs in front of you. Then they go outside. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> All right, you do your homework. All right, good. You'll don't be a failure in life. Stay in school. Crazy. Mm. <laughs> Yo, we so Gen Z, Gen Z. Yep. Parents were stressing. Parents were like, I don't know. You ever remember if you had a two-parent household? They go in the bedroom. They go in the bedroom and talk. You knew what was on then. Honey, what are we gonna do? I don't know, baby. I don't know. We got five kids. Shit, I ain't going to get paid till two weeks from now. And I got child support from my other baby mama. What we going to do, honey? What we going to do? Well, let's make another baby and think and, and figure this shit out. Uh, but uh, man, we going to get evicted. The light's going to be off tomorrow. I don't know what we going to do when this ninja to make the basketball team. Shit. <laughs> what we going to do? Look, let's just fornicate. Let's just get, just bend over real quick and grab them ankles. And I'll think about it while I'm pushing and shoving. <laughs> mm. I'll think about it. Go on and get, yeah, where my joint? Go, go roll me up a joint real quick. I'll think about this. I'm going to come up with something. Dad go out and disappear. He went to go get milk. Your dad didn't go to get milk. He got arrested because he tried to rob the corner store of penny candy at gunpoint. And he got, he got sent to jail. <laughs> all right yo daddy went out and tried to go rob uh rob the toy store for christmas for y'all gonna get christmas gifts he came back damn baby you know hey look i just i cased the joint i don't think i'm gonna be able to do it you know what there's this guy why don't you go and see uncle earl i got money why don't you go see uncle earl down the street why don't you go see Uncle Earl down the street? Do a little something for him. Touch on him. You know what I mean? Like, do a little something, something for him, you know? Bring home a little bit of money. He'll give you $45. And I, this is our last resort, baby. <laughs> it's just, mm. All right, let me stop. What a cold, cold world. You wake up for Christmas, bikes. You got Teddy Rusk. Ruxpin, Atari 2600. You like, oh my God, you got remote control cars. You got them little uh, burning key cars. You got Weeble Wobbles and shit. You like, oh, mama and daddy, thank you very much. It's a wonderful Christmas. I got Weeble Wobbles. 
I got the Knight Rider model kit. I got the Deuce of Hazard car. Look at this shit. <laughs> I got everything. Mama and Dada, I love you. I love you. I got a green machine. I got one of them, uh, what's some little big wheels? I got a big wheel. Thank you. And mama like with salami on her breath and this ninja dad. Oh, man, it's a mess. All right, let me stop. Let's get back to the show. All of this messing around. And I wanted to get out of work early. All right, Doug, what are we doing here? We're almost there. We only got two more topics. We got uh, what is going on here? Update Kevin Costner. We're going to get to this divorce uh, situation here. Update Kevin Costner, guys. Uh, we tell you, man, divorce is a, is a pain in the ass. Divorce is the worst thing you're going to go through other than a terminal illness. And I, 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 would, I don't even know if, if you would want the terminal illness. All right. It's a, it's a divorce. I, I think divorce is a terminal illness without or a surgery without anesthesia. You're sober the entire time. Kevin Costner's divorce. The estranged wife wants $248,000 a month in child support. Now, I want to acknowledge because the next story, you're going to see the hypocrisy here. And one of the reasons I'm going to tell you why there's a hypocrisy. Um, this woman signed a prenup. This woman signed a prenuptial agreement, and she's not beholding to the prenuptial agreement. She's actually fighting the prenup. TLA, where you at? TLA, where you at? I've been warning you guys of this. Now, listen. Some of you guys think you're not going to need a prenup um, because you're like, I don't make a lot of money anyway. But this is actually more harmful for you because if imagine if you offered her $50 a month in child support and she wants $250, you can't ill afford it. You can't afford it. You're going to be hurt. You're going to be bankrupt by this type of thing. Kevin Costner can probably afford it, but he knows this is obscene. You're not fo following and honoring the contract. And this is what's happening. He can actually shut all this shit down by saying this is the prenup or not, but she's holding herself hostage. Women are going to either hold themselves hostage, your property hostage, or your children. And once they hold your children hostage, they think they got all the, the chips. Now, the one thing she knows is Kevin Costner is not going to fight. So she's just going to she's just holding her breath and um, and she knows he's not going to fight and she's he's going to give in. Yeah, this should be a crime. I think she should be arrested on the spot. Absolutely. But she's using the children as pawns. She's a mother. But this is actually criminal. He should be able to sue the shit out of her. He should actually be able to tell her she's trespassing on the property. Okay, because she doesn't belong there. But this is the type of stuff we talk about. This is extortion. This is extortion. And she's using the children, kids as a uh, hostage. By the way, she doesn't get she doesn't get any spousal support according to or a minimal amount of spousal support. But what Kevin Costner is doing is trying to get her out of the house by offering her 30 million dollars. And she's he's hoping that just that's he's going to count it as child support. But it's really hoe support. That's all it is. It's support for her. Now, he offered her $30 million and she said, no, give me $248. Uh, sorry. He offered her $30,000 a month, and she says, I want $248,000 a month for what? For what? There's no need for this. Let's get into the little bits of the article here. And look, you know, you never know. Sorry, I don't mean to show the kids. Listen, I don't mean to show the kids, but you're never going to know, brothers. And guys, there's no look about them. You can't be like, it's a gold digger. She too young. She too old. It does not matter. And now she's out here, man, just, just graping the guy. 
And so right here, uh, Kevin Costner's estranged wife wants him to fork over nearly a quarter of a million dollars a month. What? To take care of their kids. Why don't you give custody to me? She don't want it. Guys, this is them holding themselves, holding the kids hostage. Okay. And, but Kevin made it clear from the, his legal docs, he thinks his ex-wife is, uh, his his ex-wife's wife asked is highway robbery. Sorry. Christine Bumgardner filed new legal docs. Of course she did. They be in court like a mother sucker. They be in court like it's their job. <laughs> guys, look at this. I'm telling you, man. Guys, I've experienced this. Guys, there's nothing you can do. There's nothing. You guys think there's something you can do. There's nothing you can do. They be in court like it's their business. This is unreal. So she's filed new legal docs in which she asked the judge to force Kevin Costner to shell out that obscene amount of money in child support for her three kids. She claimed that an eye pop, she claims that an eye popping amount is the only way Christine and the kids can, quote, live at a standard somewhat approaching the standard that your children will be enjoying while in Kevin's care. So, wow. This is called equalization. It's not called an equalization payment, but what the courts typically want to do, and I think they're wrong on this one, what they're going to do, and I'm going to explain it. What they do is they say, well, when, when the dad has custody, he lives in a mansion. But when the mom has custody, they live in a townhouse or a condo, or a two-bedroom apartment. The courts believe that this is not fair. This is why I don't believe in co-parenting. I've even heard Vlad TV say some shit like this. Well, that ain't fair. What? <laughs> like, it's fair. Tell this bitch to go get a job. Yes, a co-parent. He Somebody says a co-parent tax. So let me get this straight. You file for divorce. You got us in this situation. He never abused you. There's nothing there. He didn't cheat on you. There's nothing there. You just want to go return to the streets. Okay. In these streets. Return to the streets, bitch. Leave the kids with me. Go out there and have fun. Go live here. You can come back here if you want to. What women should do is play cool, but they don't. They do shit like this, and they fracture the relationship forever. They can never come back and agree. Why does he get penalized? Because he was living better now. Koji sweater now. Tell her ass to go get a job. <laughs> I mean, these kids are not babies. And these boys, let's just be honest. I'm just looking at the young young men here in this in this picture. These boys, they're not babies. They know how to take care of themselves. They're probably not going to be hanging out at the house. I'm pretty sure they're overwhelmed with activities, right? They have plenty of sports, surfing and sailing and soccer and lacrosse. And all kind of shit, taekwondo and jujitsu. They got plenty of activities, tutors, and they don't need a parent around them all the time. They probably have a nanny. Let's get into this. And it says right here, by the way, she says that uh, it doesn't include private school tuition, of course, health care and sports related expenses, which he also wants him to pay. So she wants, she wants, she wants $3 million a year <laughs> and him to pay for the private school. She's not going to pay out of it her $3 million. 
I'm not going to pay private school out of my $3 million. You're going to pay it. And you're also going to pay health care. They're going to be under your insurance or you're going to pay half of it. And you're also going to pay for all of their sports and equestrian. What are you paying? This is, guys, I know you think that this is abnormal. This is normal. These women think like this, man. These, oh, there's, there's, a, there's, there's two boys and a girl. They think like this. And they take you to court and go in front of the judge. And typically what happens is the judge doesn't give them, give her everything. They don't give her everything. They'd be kind of like, all right. They try to get you to negotiate out of court, settle. They try to get you to mediate it. And then what they'll do is they'll bring her in and they'll give her something. They'll give her something. But they don't give her all of that. So remember, she's just asking, but she's asking. Her asks is ridiculous. They'll get something. Like, she'll probably get $4,800 a month instead of the $240 she was asking. And it will be slightly above the $30 he was asked, he was going to give her. They'll give her, like, he wants $30, she wants $248. They'll give her $49. They won't even split the difference. But they'll even say, well, if you play the sports, he pays the extracurricular. Okay, it'll be something like that, but she'll still get a win. Unfortunately, you know what's going to happen? She's going to be pissed. And she's going to take that shit out on him. She's going to be mad that she only got 48K. Yeah. She's going to be pissed. And she's going to now use that shit against him that she didn't get her 248. So whatever chance she can get, she's going to stick, stick, stick it to him. I'm telling you how this works. She gonna get she'll she gonna stick it to him, stick it to him, and the case is forever open. Yeah, this is only the beginning. This is not even over. Once they give her the judgment, she's gonna come back for more and more and more. Eventually, there'll be some shit like this. Well, um, uh, one of the sons wants to uh, be an, a pilot. One of the sons wants to be a pilot, and he gonna be like, and. <laughs> He didn't tell me he wants to be a pilot. Well, yep, he wants to be a pilot, so he's going to be taking flight lessons. And you're going to be like, okay. Tell me what my half is. And she's going to be like, nah, well, I can't afford it because I needed 240 So you need to pay to rent the plane every week and pay for the jet fuel and pay for the lesson and pay for the private instructor. She's going to stick it. There's going to be some shit like that. And then he's going to be like, hell no. I ain't doing this, bitch. And then she'll be like, okay. And then you'll be back in court. You'll be back in court on that shit. And he doesn't like to pay for the kids. He's a deadbeat. And he yelled at the kids about not being a pilot. He doesn't care about their future and their mental health. <laughs> you guys think I'm lying. Michael Strahan went through this. Michael Strahan went through this. Michael Strahan. His daughters were like 16. His daughters were 16, so you know what that meant. That means that child support, that child support about to run out. So what did the ex-wife did? The ex-wife that already got like a $10 million advance, she was getting a obscene amount in child support. And right before the kids were going to turn 18, Michael Strahan had did what? He had got on Good Morning America. He blew up, right? He wasn't a football player no more. He was on Good Morning America and ESPN, and he was on Lay's Potato Chips. This ninja was everywhere. And she came in and said, and drug him back to court. 
opened up all opened up all of his finances like hey he should be able to afford it because she said his daughters wanted to take horseback riding lessons at the last ditch effort well after she got paid and she smoked up all the money allegedly he got to go back to court because these daughters at 16 or 17 want to be equestrian riders <laughs> and guess what we need the horses we need the stable we need the hay we need the horse doctor we need the bro <laughs> and he need to pay all of it and then pay me some so i can pay some and feel good about myself this shit is no joke yep we need the horseshoes we need the hair mane shampoo we need the we need the uh yeah we need the boots. We need the rider boots. We need the bonnet. That's what she did. She took them right back, right before they turned 18. And of course, Michael Strahan probably settled, but he had to appear in court. This is what they do. This is the shit that they do. Um, and most of the time, when they see you living better, you going back to court. They're going to figure out a way. They're like, all right, hold up. Let me steal these kids. Let me move these kids around. Let me claim this. Let me do that. They're going to find a way to do it. It says right here, sources of direct, uh, sources with direct knowledge tell TMZ, Kevin is already paying 100% of the kids' expenses. He's already paying them. Why is she asking for it? In addition to the expenses, Kevin has filed legal docs saying he was willing to kick in an additional 38 k per month. Christine says Kevin's enormous wealth, pocket watching, is more than enough to cover her ask, claiming Kevin's total income last year was $20 million, just last year. Their family expenses, she claims, were $6.6 million. Kevin clearly thinks the money has nothing to do with child support. By the way, it sounds like they live in the, uh, that they live large. CC, I don't know what that is. Oh, that's the woman. No. I don't know who CC is. CC lists regular trips to places like Hawaii, Aspen, and the Caribbeans, where she says they often hire caterers and chefs to entertain their guests. One of the things I don't like about what she's doing, but they this is a tactic. Uh, normally, they're, she's trying to embarrass him now. Okay, she's trying to embarrass him in front of the court and in front of the, the people now. What she's doing is pri she's releasing private information. They say CC, but they name her Christine Bumgarner. Now she's Christine Costner. All right. But what they do is start releasing information, all right, or making you turn over information and documents that then other people can go on the internet and find out about you, right? We do this and we do that. He has this and has that. She starts talking. All right, we made this. She starts putting bank statements out, putting your social security out. Yep, fighting it in the court of public opinion. And this thing is um, basically because you'd be like, bitch, shut up. Why are you talking? Why are you letting all this information out? But this is a tar and feather. It's tarring feathering you. It's actually doing things actually uh, to, to, to make you mad. It's instigating. So we do this and we do that. Now, this, this should be private information. 
But yep, now the whole family business is on blast. And luckily, you know, if he's done anything worse than this, she sure certainly would tell it. She certainly would be on the internet talking about, yep, we be having orgies. He screwed the nanny. Uh, she would be a... But I don't like that. But they put your business out in these streets. They talked about your kid's business. They put your business, your address, your social security number, your phone number. They put all of that shit in legal docs and they 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 blast that shit out. Just so they can get some money. <laughs> right? It's, it's crazy. But this is why I tell you, don't tell these women any information at all. And they be on your Instagram and they be on your YouTube and they be on your t acting like they don't care. They be on there watching. And he went to Europe and he bought a car and he has five motorcycles and he at the junior college. He was at this girl. They be following up spying and then they be putting it in the documents. Ask Henry resilient. Is Henry resilient here? He probably doing the stream. That's how Henry Brazilian does his show. He goes in and he finds uh, the, the, these people's documents. And then the, the women be blasting. The women be putting the shit all out in the street. It's crazy. It's sad. And speaking of sad, Tia Maori. Check out Tia Maori. You guys know I've been covering her quite a bit. She was the one who graduated into her divorce. Her divorce was a graduation. Well, people knew that Tia Maori was the breadwinner. He was not. I don't know what he does. He might be an actor. I don't know what he does, but it was established from the jump that Tia was the breadwinner. She was the one that had the most money. Well, their divorce apparently was settled or a portion of it, a temporary order was granted. It says right here, divorce settlement, sister, sister star gets $4.3 million family home. And guess what? She won't pay a dime in spousal or child support. He's an actor. He's an actor. Shout out to him. He's an actor. But wait a minute. Isn't this interesting? Isn't this interesting? We just saw in the previous case that they wanted a standard of living that was comparable. They wanted the, the Kevin Costner's ex-wife wanted the kids to have a standard of living so that she didn't feel bad and like a loser and a piece of shit when the kids came to her townhouse and the dad was a rock star when the kids went to the mansion, but apparently it doesn't apply here. Apparently, the same logic doesn't apply here. You can't win. So where's the child support at? Where's the spousal support at? Where that at now? You see, the reason why, he says, but that's different. The reason why that men get in these situations is because they don't fight. I know we want to call it double standards, and it is a double standard. But men ain't petty like that. Men don't want to fight like that. If you get a chance to sue your spouse or sue any woman that's done something, typically men lay off. Well, I won't ruin the bitch. Well, I'm petty. I'll ruin you, okay? I'll ruin you, and I'll bankrupt you, and I'll have your ass out here freezing. That's I'll be super petty with it. But men won't go petty back in the other direction. So here it is. He'll be like, well, and, and not only not only men won't, but if he did, they would crucify him for doing it. Right. The whole world will call him petty and not a real man. And that's the mother of your child. And how could you do that to her? Go get a job. Everything we told Kevin Costner's wife. 
they would be telling him that. How could you do that to the mother of your kids? You're actually messing things up. You're causing the kids harm by fighting back. You're thinking of yourself. You're selfish. Mm. <laughs> be a man. Go get a job. And he just says, I ain't going to deal with all that. I'm a man. I'm going to pick myself up by my own bootstraps. I'm going to recover and keep it moving. He don't really care about the house. He doesn't care about the child support, the spousal support. But don't you think it's odd that she came out winning and Kevin Costner taking an L as the breadwinner? Last point on this one. Okay, last point. Last point on this one. Is that, I got to remember what the point is. <laughs> all right. There was a point that I was going to make. And I had it and I lost it. Oh, the last reason why men don't fight. The last reason why men don't fight is exactly what I said in the Kevin case. You don't want your business out there. All right. In order to fight this game, you got to put your business out there in these streets. So if you want to be petty, you got to actually reveal your income. Right. You got to have her get her income out there and then there might be some skeletons in the closet. There might be. Right. So he doesn't want them to know his business. He might have a side business. He might have a side hustle and she might know about it and he ain't trying to give her any information about it or he probably broke. He might be broke. Right. It might. Listen, I don't know the guy. He might be doing better than she, he wants her to know or he might be doing way worse. And if he fights it, this is going to happen. And it happened to uh, happen to Kevin Samuels, right? Uh, when Kevin Samuels started to blow up, we had the pocket watchers and the inv investigators. And then people were saying, oh, look, he said in this legal document, he made $3,000 a month. Now, everybody that has been in Kevin Samuels position that have been fighting a case against a baby mama terrorist, especially when child support comes along, everybody knows what that means. So what, what people tried to say was, look, he a broke Dusty. He wasn't high value. Everybody knows why he says he makes $3,000 a month. If you got some common sense. And he probably was making close to that. But everybody knows why he would put that amount on the paper. Right? Everybody knows exactly why. And I'm not going to say it. Okay, here we go. It's it's it doesn't it's not, it doesn't take a rocket science to figure this out, but people use that against them. My point is people use that against them. And they said, look, see, he broke and dusty and he ain't got no money and he only made this and he was bankrupt. Well, <laughs> if you know, you know, if you don't, you don't. And this is could be what Tia Mari's Tia Mari's husband is doing. If he says he's a good, famous actor, but let's just say it's revealed that it comes out that he only had, he only made $80,000 last year acting. I'm just saying, if he says that, do you know how much bullshit he's going to get from his fan base, from women, from black women, uh, from people that say, no wonder she's divorcing him. He a broke Dusty. See, he can't, he can't afford that. He might have been a little bit interesting on it. He might have been a little bit funny on his taxes. He might have been a little bit funny on his taxes. And he's like, I ain't put my shit out there because now when I get my taxes out and they say I made $36,000 last year after he done wrote off everything, then everybody's going to be like, hold up. 
how he only made 30 cents, and then it opens up a can of worms. See? So men generally do not want to put their business out there, and this is why they end up with settlements like that. Women, on the other hand, don't give a shit. They go, they go, um, they they go to the abyss. They go, they go collateral damage. They go bull in the china shop. They don't care about your business or hers, <laughs> right? And they'll put everybody's business out there, and that and that's how they win. Anyway. Let's get over to Kim Kardashian, and then we're being on to the main event here. Apparently, this is a win for one father, Kanye West. Um, if you guys weren't following this, this is actually an example of what we talk about here. Father knows best. For some reason, um, as uh, that one clip of, um, there was a wonderful clip by Bishop T.D. Jakes, where he basically was saying, women shouldn't tell men how to be fathers at all. And I've been saying this for a long time. For some reason, especially Gen Xers, we want to tell men how to be fathers. And then when they're fathers, then you want to rule and regulate. They, they do this way too much with men. This is how you should lead. And this is how you should say it. And this is what you should do. And then when you do it, they always going to find a fault in the next thing. Well, you did it wrong. And you, and you should have fathered this way. And you should have told your kids this way. And you shouldn't do it that way. And so they go scorched earth. And then what they'll find out is daddy knew best anyway. Daddy already knew best. And this is an example right here. Kim Kardashian. Now that shit has hit the fan and there's problems has arise. Kim Kardashian on why she took down one of North's TikTok videos. Apparently, she says maybe Kanye West was right. Unfortunately, You've already burned that bridge. And you've already put your kiss, kids up to be sold and sacrificed. It's too late, bitch. See, that's what they don't get. It's too late. You already, he said publicity stuff. You already messed it up. Now she's, now your daughter is for these streets, unfortunately. In these streets. And the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And she conceded that the ex Kanye West may have been right about uh, after she has removed a lip sync video of North. As soon as I say the words, I was like, oh, no, we're taking that down. I don't know what she said. Maybe it's an Ice Spice video. I guess she was emulating or dressed as Ice Spice. Oh, there it is. I guess they did show it. Okay, so this, <laughs> uh, she gonna have, never mind. I'm gonna leave the kids alone. All right, but here we go right there. I'm going to leave the kids alone. They they not sh they should not be talked about. I guess the lyrics were graphic depiction of sexual intercourse. All right. So that's what the pictures were. I'm sorry. That's what the video was. I got distracted by Kim Kardashian here. The reality star's ex-husband, whom she filed a divorce from in 2021, has previously slammed Kardashian for allowing their 10-year-old daughter to use the popular social media platform. In response to the backlash, Kardashian admitted to the magazine that sometimes parenting is trial and error. Okay. And despite the suggestive lyrics, Kardashian doesn't believe that her daughter should be completely banned from the app, of course. And um, there it is right there. But uh, that's a slight concession for them to be able to admit that and get more publicity for the daughter. But, guys, that's going to happen quite a bit when they say, I'm going to protect you from your dad. Your dad doesn't want to. And then eventually what will happen is it'll work against them. <laughs> right?
is going to work against them. Not a kid is divided and conquered, and the kid will win. The kid will win this. The kid is going to come out the victor. Not Kanye, not Kim. The kid is going to come out the victor. Uh, it, ultimately, the loser in it, but now that, now that she successfully got rid of Kanye, it's too late to call him back in and be like, well, help now and tell her, tell her how it's too late. So now she's trying to save face. Let's get to the main event and we can get up, man. Let's get to the main event here. Here, here we go. All right. Feminist explains how men in America will have no choice but to simp. And she has a 20 year prediction. When you see the woman, you'll see the woman. But um, let's go ahead and pop her up on the screen here. This shouldn't take long, but there's a three-minute video on TikTok. Take a look, ladies and gentlemen. Yep, Millie Mouth Buskrat. But uh, let's see what she has to say. She said, this period of time will be called the Great Divorce, and it is a step, first step towards healing our capacity to have love. All right, so she's going to tell who's going to go back to love and marriage or simp. All right, here we go. Predictions for the future of cishet relationships over the next 20 years. History will look back on this period of time from probably 2020 to 2025, but maybe even to 2030. And they're going to refer to it as the great divorce or something like that. Maybe the relationship realignment, but the great divorce is catchier. Not only going to see an unparalleled spike in divorces, but we're going to see an unparalleled drop in marriages, particularly remarriages, which are going to fall off a cliff deeper than the Grand Canyon. Okay, so I actually agree with that. That actually is a good point. Um, I we see that now of uh, the marriage rates. People think that the marriage rates are um somewhat um the divorce rates are falling because the marriage rates are somewhat stagnant. But what's happening is people are divorcing and they're not getting married twice. So that's actually a good point. And a lot of these people are settling back. They say, Okay, I've been there, done that. In the times past, boomers, they get married three and four times. Generation Xers, maybe one or two. Millennials, they get divorced. They ain't going back. They're not getting back. And then Gen Xers as well. Many of them only had to do one marriage and no more. So that's going to have a great impact on the marriage stats. All right, let's get back to whatever she's talking about. Here we go. Right now, cishet men and women are starting this game of chicken, so to speak. As women are just now contending with their unhappiness and long-term relationships, men are right now doubling down. They're trying to call our bluff. They're trying to say, listen, uh, I hear you asking for something different, but you've always complied in the past. So if we just hold hold the line, if we hold firm, you'll you'll comply this time as well. Uh, you hear that? So I got to pause it. You hear that? It's a three-minute video, so I got to pause. I'm not going to play it three minutes straight. So she just said, it sounds like she's been watching Red Pill. So she just says, hey, you're trying to hold the line. You're trying to hold out, right? Y'all trying to double down. Y'all trying to go MGTOW. Y'all trying to passport, bro. You trying to free agent lifestyle. Y'all trying to go SYSBM. Y'all trying to go high value man. So she's saying these men are trying to hold the line. This is where it gets interesting. Call your bluff. We're going to call your lady's bluff and we're going to hold out. She don't know that the junior college is lit. She does not know that the junior college is that's the one thing she doesn't know about in her prediction. Okay, we're going to come back to her. What she is not, and that men can live single and happy. So she don't know that the junior college is litty, all right, all over the city, all on the internet, all across the country, in the world, everywhere. Ninjas is going to fly. 
We got airline tickets, ninjas. We got money around here. We got we got tickets for hotels got money. and money. She don't know that these Generation Zs are out here selling that pudussy. She don't know. So she's like, they're going to have to do something. Okay. They don't know ninjas is moving out in the middle of the woods and being by themselves. Right? So she doesn't know that. So here we go right here. Now, let's see what she's going to say happens. They're missing is that this time is different. This time you have a bunch of women communicating with each other and figuring out for the first time that their unhappiness within heterosexual relationships, particularly marriage, is a feature, not a bug. And the only reason we're realizing this is because we're talking to one another. Oh, we're talking now. So she said, ladies, ladies, we're the ladies are talking amongst each other. All right. And the men are talking. All right. Here we go. Most of us have spent our entire lives being like, I'm just buggy. Either um, there's something about me that's not good at relationships or there's something about the men that I pick. I've got a buggy picker or, um, you know, I just don't have the capacity to be happy in relationships. It's a me problem. Right. But because of social media and TikTok in particular, we're all comparing notes. And for the first time, we're getting this freedom because we're like, I'm not buggy. It's not me. I'm not a, I'm not bad at relationships. The system that we have set up for romantic relationships is just a bad system. Ah, oh, okay. All right. It's everybody else's fault. It's and it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. It's not me, it's them. It's not me, it's the system. It's the it, it's it's see, I'm not the problem, although she is the common denominator, right? It's system is buggy. All right, but now they're going, we're comparing notes, and it's Jermaine in the system. It's the buggy. It's buggy. All right, is it buggy? It's a little buggy. You're going to be a little huggy buggy. She wants to be a little huggy buggy. Man, this woman is soft. I'm going to tell you, brothers, there ain't a solid piece of her body on there, but bone. You're going to be curdled up next to a soft woman. Soft is good, though, but there is not a muscle to be seen in this body. All right, but here we go. It's a little huggy buggy. All right, here we go. <laughs> Let's see. Where's my video at? Oh, here we go. It's a system that was designed for men in times when we didn't have our own economic freedom. And now that's changing and we want to change the system. Oh, we're going to change the system. Ah, see, guys, this is what I'm talking about. See, they think y'all out here lonely. They think y'all out here goofy. They think y'all out here can't get none. We already got ways to do it. Passport, junior college. All right. Avoid these people. They're like they want to avoid marriage. They want to avoid dating. All right. And the patriarchy, the relationships were set up in the patriarchy. We're going to change all of that. So she's going to say they're going to change direction. They're going to make everything geared towards them. And who's going to fall first? All right. Here we go. She's saying y'all ninjas can't hold the line. Y'all going to have to simp. Here we go. Most men right now are still holding the line because they think that we're going to come around. They think that if they hold out long enough that, you know, we'll abandon our own loneliness to be with them. What they feel to understand is we're getting the ick. It's a permanent shift within us uh, as to the way that we view romantic relationships. Ah, oh, she said the whole thing. We're getting the ick. She's got these goofy ass Generation X words. They think they're going to hold the line, but we're getting the ick. So they gonna not have any choice. We're going to change the system. Let's continue. And men in general. We're not going to have to rationally convince ourselves to stay away from those men, um, despite really wanting to be with them. No, we're, we're actually not wanting to be with those men, right? 
and then will eventually fall like dominoes over a very long period of time. The first group is already falling. These are the men who are in love with their wives and who are generally open-minded liberal men who are listening to this conversation women are having and who are already on it. Ooh, wait. All right. So she said they're going to fall like dominoes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> by the way, by the time she predicts, this woman's going to be in her 60s. They go fall like dominoes. Wow, ninja. Wow. <laughs> they ain't gonna have no choice. They're gonna have to come get this uh porcupine peace leave. And she said the first group have already fallen, the libtard men, the weak ass libtard beta male men, they gonna fall. They already fallen. The husbands. They ain't going to have no choice. These ninjas going to have to fall in line. <laughs> the liberal tippy-toe ninjas. The Minnesota mayor dancing in the street. These tippy-toe ass. Uh, what do they call them? These uh, guys that were, uh, you know, the guys that not dapper. But um, I can't remember. These normally what, hipsters. Hipsters. All right. These hipsters going to fall. We got they ass. All right. Who else she said right there? Let, let's see who's falling next, according to this woman. Here we go. Who are already changing in order to save their marriages, their relationships. The second group that will fall are going to be the men who were left by a woman because of these issues. And in their grief and their pain, they will contend with this reality. Oh, so y'all ninjas that got hurt. You going to act like she said, y'all ain't going to have no other choice but the simp. This is the simp world order. New, 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 new world order. Y'all got dumped. Y'all got your heart broke, but y'all gonna get back in the game. Let's get it. Here we go. Group that will fall next are the men who cannot contend with their own loneliness anymore and are willing to try anything, uh, including changing the way they approach relationships. Uh, so, hey, you gonna try anything. She said, y'all gonna be so lonely. Y'all gonna be so lonely. Y'all got to try anything. Anything. Y'all gonna take anything. New, 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 new world order. The simp world order. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's what she's counting on. Bitter and hurt men, they're they going to be so lonely. They got to take, she said, anything. All right, let's see what else she got to say. This is eye-opening shit. And boy, you tell you tell me you live in a bubble without telling me you live in a bubble. Yes. The last group of men, which may be decades down the road, are the men who will have no spaces anymore to go and complain about being a victim because all of those spaces are now going to be filled with men who are like, nah, man, it's an us problem. And wow. Together, we will rewrite relationships. Wow. New, 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 new world order. She, okay. So now she's saying CGA going to be gone. Andrew Tate going to be gone. Uh, um, um, Kevin Samuels gone. She like all of your male spaces. We're going to invade them. We're going to um, we're going to infiltrate them. We're going to get rid of them. We're going to send we're, we're going to send the we're going to send the women content creators in. And it's over for y'all. And I said this earlier. I was like, without this space, Ninja's going to go back and simp. So she's saying in 20 years, two decades. The, the space is going to be taken over by ninjas that be saying shame, blame, and explain, right? Those guys that that, that are eventually going to be like, nah, man, just pump and dump these hoes, all right? And they ain't going to get thing. I'm be able to be able to do that anymore. You're, they're going to get their wish by men eating each other. 
Pause. Pause. But the men are going to eat each other. They're going to have the men come in and simp and say, nah, man, we need to fix ourselves. Like Dr. Greg and Dr. John Baloney. And the men are going to eat themselves and pause. And they're going to go back and simp the new, simp new, 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 world, new world order. order. The simp world order. And look at her face. Take a look, gentlemen. And together we'll change relationships. Yes. Hafiz, Dr. Omar. Uh-huh. Together. Look at her face. Look at the look at look at how. Look at how. <laughs> look at that face. That is the face of feminism in the master plan. She think this shit is gonna work. Now she halfway right. But this is the face of delusion. She's like, this is how it's going to work. I'm going to play her predictions. I'm going to play her predictions because I was pausing it. So I'm going to play her predictions out. Men right now are still holding the line because we have set up for romantic relationships. It's just a bad system. It's a system that was designed for men in times when we didn't have our own economic freedom. And now that's changing and we want to change the system. Now, most men right now are still holding the line because they think that we're going to come around. They think that if they hold out long enough that, you know, we'll abandon our own loneliness to be with them. What they feel to understand is we're getting the ick. It's a permanent shift within us uh, as to the way that we view romantic relationships and men in general. We're not going to have to rationally convince ourselves to stay away from those men um, despite really wanting to be with them. No, we're, we're actually not wanting to be with those men, right? Yeah, they're not. Listen, and that's you. I shouldn't have paused it, but she's hitting on all the points that we talk about. And yes, men are gonna fall, so she's not way off. But what she what she thinks is all men. She's like the master plan. They'll have no man will have any choice. There's gonna be no space for you to go. It's a wrap. She's like, we got you guys in checkmate. Essentially, she says, we got you in checkmate. Right. Men will eventually fall like dominoes over a very long period of time. The first group is already falling. These are the men who are in love with their wives and who are generally open-minded liberal men who are listening to this conversation women are having and who are already on it, who are already changing in order to save their marriages or relationships. The second group that will fall are going to be the men who were left by a woman because of these issues and in their grief and their pain, they will contend with this reality. I'm sorry. I got to pause it again. Are you factoring age into this, ma'am? Are you factoring age? You're not even factoring the fact that you're going to be 65 by the time this happens. So that's number one. Number two, you're not even factoring in Generation Z. It's a wrap for them. So what, what are you talking about? Gen Z and your age group by themselves are going to be torpedoed by that point. So I just wanted to make that point. She's not factoring in her age advancing in this time and Gen Z looking like an absolute catastrophe and smoldering, burning, hot pieces of shit out here. <laughs> she not, Gen Z men and Gen Z women are on a path of a shame spiral. All right, so she's not factoring that in at all. Group that will fall next are the men who cannot contend with their own loneliness anymore and are willing to try anything, uh, including changing the way they approach relationships. The last group of men, which may be decades down the road, are the men who will have no spaces anymore to go and complain about being a victim because all of those spaces are now going to be filled with men who are like, nah, man, it's an us problem. And together, we will rewrite relationships. There it is. To get, look, the secret. To be filled with men who are like, nah, man, it's an us problem. And together, we will rewrite relationships. 
Oh, man. Look at all oh, this poor girl. Man, this. Damn. She convinced, too. Ladies, this is y'all out here. This is what y'all doing out here, ladies. This is what, hey, this is what y'all thinking about all day. Lady, come drop that neck and grab them ankles. That's that's about all you got left. And yes, this woman will take your whole life. Oh, my Lord. Oh, man, this is terrible. Imagine rolling over and looking, waking up to this. Imagine, imagine rolling over and looking at this woman, looking at you all buggy eyed, looking like this. Somebody said, who hurt her? Man, guys, so she's basically saying going forward is going to be the simp world order. New, 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 new world order. The simp world order is the future, according to her. Let's get to these super chats, man. What a world we live in. This is where she thinks the relationship shit is going to go. Uh, we'll see. It's it's my opinion versus hers at this point. Where are we at? T- <laughs> I saw a super chat. All right, I got to get to these right here. Oh, man, I'm way back. King Hazy saw a member, a coach gang member in Eden Park, Cincinnati on the grind, hustling hard and playing your stream. Shout out to the ever growing uh, coach gang and shout out on to you for up. Is it uniting us? Yes. And I can't read. Mm. (laughs) All right here. It says uniting. It clearly does. But he says, coach gang, shout out to Cincinnati, Ohio. Shout out to Cincinnati, Ohio. All right. I did Cincinnati and my brother was listening. Shout out to the international coach game. And he also says, I was with my Kaylee and the dog. If you don't remember me, brother, shout out to you. Oh, you were with my Kaylee and their dog. Shout out to you. Shout out to the coach gang member that was in Cincinnati. He was with a flatback and the dog. So shout out to the flatback, the dog and our brother hustling in Cincinnati with King Hazy. The agency, New York City, jumps in here with a co co sponsorship. Actually, this is a full sponsorship. I'm rich, it's a full sponsorship, coach. Sorry, I've been out of the circle. Keep doing what you do, and you do it well. Thank you, brother. Shout out to you and keep grinding. JC says, This is us sparing or sparring. <laughs> <laughs> JC says, this is us sparring against Russia. Russia, It's a mock war. This is us sparring against Russia. Uh, Somebody actually said this. I think maybe I was listening to ABL, Anthony Bryan Logan. And people were describing it. Essentially, what we're doing is we're, we're, um, essentially what we're doing is we're letting them run themselves ragged. And uh, we're allowing them to use up all their weaponry. Okay. Shout out to uh, Exodus. He says, for the CGAI in the building, 2.0 maintenance fund. For an AI, CGA is a terrible thing to waste. Indeed. New, 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 new world order. Kevin R. says, must contribute to the real CGA before he joins Kanye and gets cloned. Oh, no, man. I just listen. If I get cloned, I'm going to feel like I'm in the movie Get Out. I don't know, man. JC says, I'll eat it 
when they produce Mastodon meat. Shout out to the Nasty Boys. Aram King, hey, coach, do you have any pre-workout codes? He says, also, Elon Musk is my favorite African-American. By the way, Akaley wants to be my golf caddy recommendations. You got a lot of questions there. I'm not sure. What do you mean recommendations? She wants to be your golf caddy? Um, You're going to clap her cheeks just to let you know. And she might be on sugar baby mode as well. And uh, I don't mind that type of arrangement there. All right. But uh, pre-workout codes. I don't have any pre-workout codes. Watch out for her, though, man. Them Kaylee's them Kaylee's going to be them. Kaylee's are vicious. She going to gobble. Yeah, she going to gobble caddy you, man. She wants to be your golf caddy. It's going to be interesting. That's going to be straight up pay, pay. She wants you to pay. That's all that is. Let me see if I can pull up our favorite golf cat, our our golf cart girl from YouTube. Let me see, golf cart girl. Let me see, does she look like this? Let me see if I can pull her up. All right, so does she look like this? This ninja going to be weak. My man going to be weak. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> she going to look like this, brother, right here. This is what she looking like. Oh, man, it's a wrap. It's a wrap for your brother, man. He ain't coming back if he do this. You ain't coming back. Hey, black women, y'all going to be mad as a mother sucker when he show up with his golf caddy. And she done done the nastiest shit in, she, in life in eternity. Okay, so get ready for that. This woman is nasty. All right, hold on for a second. Let me find you another one. Let me find you another golf. Y'all don't know about golf cart girls, do y'all? Y'all have no clue. Y'all ninjas, man. Y'all going to be going to the country club with your hat cock looking crazy out here. Y'all going to be looking crazy with your hat cock. I'm trying to find a good golf cart girl here. Let me see if I can find one. I can't find a good one. Where's Cass at? Where's Cass? Here's Cass right here. Let me pull up. Oh, she got her feet out too. Oh, Cass is actually out here acting up. Right. Here it is right here. She got her feet out. Fair use. Oh, there's your golf cart here. There. Oh, she definitely do got her feet out. She at the beach. All right. So where's she at in her golf cart? There she is right there. There's Cass. Hey, Riding along with me. Ninja gonna be done. Yeah, that brother's star. He gonna be showing teeth. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. They know the game and they act real innocent. Where's she at? There she is. What is it that you Get a close up of cast. There she is. I just have a lot going on. It all just seemed to happen so fast. Yeah, it just seemed to happen so fast. And and, and as she dropped that net. It's barbecue in there. (laughs) Oh, man, you done. What's your brother's name? What's my brother's name that's going to have her? Harem King, you going to have her in your harem. You done. You done. And if you do her dirty, you going to jail. Mm. If you do her dirty, you going to jail. All right. So if you ever think. You about to do this woman dirty, you going straight to jail. She's going to remember all the times she licked up all up under all kind of places you ain't never had touched or licked. And if you do her dirty, 
just check into jail. All right, just just go to jail. Soon as she'd be like, <laughs> white girl tears. <laughs> and he graped me in the sand pit. And he took a nine iron and a three wood. <laughs> and he took the golf ball washer and the cleat. What you need to do when you hear that is to go to the nearest jail and check in and be like, listen, I just want to start serving my time right now. I want to serve my time right now. I'm, I'm checking in. I want uh, whatever she say, Ninja, just tell me how much time I'm going to be here. <laughs> it's a wrap. Just go on and take that L and it's a wrap ski. All right, that's how this works. He says right away, check in, get your get your credit for time served. Don't get no bail. Don't bail yourself out. Just go on and serve your time. Just start serving it. And then hopefully they let you out on good behavior. Time served. Then you, you can get out. <laughs> it's crazy. All right. Anyway, man, shout out to you, brother. Do not do her wrong. <laughs> you going to you going under the jail. They gonna have your ass out there, Mississippi burning ninja, the grapes of wrath, or what is it? I can't remember it, but yeah, they have your ass. Not the grapes of wrath. I'm thinking of uh, I can't remember the movie. They gonna have your ass out there. Just check in. Somebody said that's what I did. All right, shout out to you. You that's what you did. Just check in. You don't even have to eat plead plea innocent or guilty. Just go ahead and say I plead no contest. Shout out to comment creeping with Dexter coach. After your surgical destruction of the Andrew Tate fanboys on yesterday's show, I had to donate hashtag Smurfs, hashtag recessed chin, and hashtag Pete sitting down. Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. Them bird chested ninjas. Shout out to Agent Machine says Costner's wife violated uh, the marriage contract and the prenup and thinks she's worth something. Take her to court. Make an example of her finisher. I agree. I think Kevin Costner... And I told men this, you need to you need to take the gloves off. All right. When it comes to divorce, men need to take the gloves off. Go, you know, mat, don't match your pettiness. Do, you know, be very conscious of what you're going to do. And sometimes you'll lose, but take the gloves off with them. Because playing nice is going to do you no favors. Walking on eggshells is going to do you no favors. You're delaying the inevitable, inevitable. You're kicking the can down the road. Shout out to the real JC coach. Was just at the JUCO. I had a Russian flatback, and now I'm headed back on the grind. Also, I know a Chad in L.A. that met a sexy Kaylee flatback. He didn't smash after multiple dates. He says, that's when I knew CGA was right, Coach Gang. Yep. Mm. Yep, and he was a Chad. Guys, LA game, uh, L.A. game. I haven't seen one L.A. ninja come up here talk about game, <laughs> right? Now, if you think about it, like, of, of the dating coaches, not many of them are from Los Angeles. Now, they might have came through L.A. or something like that. But I don't hear many L.A. men talking that shit. <laughs> right? L.A. is a different beast. L.A. is a different beast. And I'm not talking about Los Angeles. I'm talking about L.A. L.A. is a different beast. It's not, you cannot go in there trying to go in there playing the same old, same old. You got to know what's up in Los Angeles. First of all, you got to know where you are, and that's damn near impossible. 
like just knowing where you are. Guys, you guys, the, the, the other reason why it's not going to work very well for you is that um, you got too many celebrities that's tricking. <laughs> like, right? You got too many level up ninjas. Like in Los Angeles or just say Southern California. Like the top bri- the top bridges, they know where the money at. Like you're down here and there's a $30 million house right up there. And the hoes know it. They know how much money is out here. Now, if they got, there's some straggle daggles. We're not counting them. I'm talking about if you're really in the mix. If you're in the mix, there's too much high level ass tricking. I mean, high level ass ninja where you can't compete. Ninjas that got yachts, helicopters, boats, names on the side of tall ass buildings, $30 million mansions, $60 million mansions, $5 million mansions. One million dollar piece of shit starter homes. Cars, Rolls Royce, double R's, Bentley's, Porsche. Do you a Porsche and a BMW is an entry level vehicle in Los Angeles. And yes, your car matters in Los Angeles, unfortunately. Do not come out to L.A. And I don't want to hear anybody come and say, well, I had a game and a mouthpiece in L.A. and I was cleaning up. All right. (laughs) And I didn't even have a car. I didn't even have a core. I was in L.A. and I didn't even have a core. Please do not try to pop off like that. I've been in Southern California way too long. You were somewhere in, in Cyprus pulling gorditas. You was not pulling the baddest chicks in Los Angeles in Southern Cal. Stop. Stop. Nah. That's not how I know. I know the real and I can take any one of these goofy game nerds out to L.A. real fast and straighten their ass up quick, (laughs) quick. Your ass was in Cerritos cleaning up. You wasn't doing no none of the top broads know you at all. You gonna run up. I'm gonna run up. I'm gonna run up and put my mouthpiece in L.A. It ain't no mouthpiece. First of all, if you ain't even in the right place in Los Angeles, you automatically out of the running of any woman that looks anywhere half decent. And you got to be in the right place, the right circle, the right. And there's entertain. There's too many rich people there. Too many rich people. You cannot compete, bro. You can't compete with that shit. I'm going to get these. I'm going to do to put the player mouthpiece on these rich ninjas. They ain't got nothing on me. It's actually, dude, it's this crazy <laughs> That shit is nonsense. And I would love to see some of these dudes on the internet. I'm like, man, I'll take you to five places in LA. Ninja, you will walk out with your tail tucked, all right, with suspenders holding up your pants. That's it. You won't have shit left after these girls. We got in LA, they got real apex predators in LA. Real supreme apex predators in Southern California. I would love to see this shit. And if you're going to go, yeah, they're going to go to the, uh, let me show you. I'm going to go to the Del Amo Mall. We're going to go to the Fox Hill Mall and run game. I already know you effed up. I'm like, bro, Fox Hills? You're going to the Fox Hills Mall? Got it. You already, you already chasing the straggle daggles low. You're going to Del Amo Mall. You're going to the outlet stores on the outskirt. Please. <laughs> please 
just out in Artesia talking about they pulling hoes in Artesia. Got it. Got it. Yeah, you getting this. You sure are getting the best of the best in Los Angeles, please. But anyway, <laughs> parking lot pimping. It would be absolutely tragic. I would love to take these guys out here. That's why, that's why when people talk about game and they be like, you just don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, dude, I grew up. I had to, I had to make shit happen in Southern California. Y'all didn't just have made shit happen in Jackson, Mississippi. Please don't open your mouth. I had to do grow up with being not the top guy, not in any ninja. You know, the, we got ninjas that be like, I'm the top dude in my neighborhood. Yeah, you're the big fish in a small pond. Imagine you got to grow up in the valley, San Fernando Valley, on San Fernando Boulevard, and you got to go to the club with a Honda Civic. Ninja, you you at a deficit. You you at a deficit, and you got the hardest gang ninjas, the hardest gangster rappers at the time, the hardest actors, the hardest football, basketball. Uh, that's your comp. That's your competition. And then everybody under there that's related to all of these ninjas. They related by proxy. I'm a friend of Dr. Dre's producer. <laughs> Ninja business. <laughs> okay. Bro, man. Oh, it was cold-blooded out here. Cold-blooded. And these girls are cold-blooded. They do not play. And if you think Matt game is what they're looking for, you're a lunatic. You're a lunatic. San Diego, gas lamp. You got four colleges out there. You think they waiting for some dusty-ass ashy lip ninja from the Midwest to come holla at them? You think? Is that what you think? <laughs> I wish dudes would come holla at me. If you think that, you don't know what the hell you talking about. You're somewhere in Carson, in Inglewood, in Hawthorne with that bullshit. You'll do fine just right there. Let's go to some real places, though. Let's go to some real places. It's crazy. Yeah, West L.A. College game mac and foods. At, somewhere at Santa Monica College and West L.A. College and L.A. Trade Tech College running game-ass ninjas. You're going to do fine with the worst of the worst, the, the, the mud the mud hogs of Los Angeles. But you have upscale places where all of the people go. And if you don't know how to fit in there, you ain't going to be able to run it. Gaslamp, La Jolla, Newport, Corona Del Mar, Carlsbad. Um, you're going up Malibu, Marina Del Rey, uh, uh, Manhattan Beach. Ninja, you think you're pulling that shit out there? You're not. You're not. <laughs> then going all the way up, Santa Barbara, you're going all the way in the middle. You're not, you're not, you're not doing it. It's just too much out here. <laughs> Catalina, Encinitas. Yep. This dude, all up and down the coast. Then you got all the universities, UCLA, USC. You think these girls, yeah, Calabasas, Agora, Thousand Oaks. And then you got the San Fernando Valley, Burbank, Glendale, uh, Northridge, North Hollywood. I mean, it's just Universal City. 
you're gonna come in there with yeah, Pacific Palisades, Palace Verdes. You you think you think you're coming in? <laughs> it's 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 gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be or uh, you're gonna have to know the lay of the land. So anyway, yep, Laguna. So it's uh it's not like uh New York where you could just hover around here. It's just it's just too much. All right, anyway. He says you can run game easy on women that live in their cars and vans in SoCal. Indeed. Yep. There's a lot of those dirty straggle daggles with roommates that live in Long Beach. You, you, you'll have a field day. All right. Um, you know, dirty chicks and women that go to Venice Beach. Yeah, you're gonna be fine. He says, but do not try it in Orange County. It's a different thing. It's a different game. Shout out to uh, Midwest Finest to Kevin Costner's ex-wife. In the words of B.I.G., don't be mad. UPS is hiring. She definitely need to be over at UPS. All right. She need to get an application. Roberto Moreno, men don't need a daily dose of RP. We need a consistent IV drip of CGA. He says, go. Shout out to the Millie Mob. Millie Mob muskrats. The flatbacks, the snow cows, the macedons, the linglings, and the mud ducks, and the mud sharks, and the master splinters, and all of the women we love. Obi Trice says that woman is putting all of her plans on social media like men ain't watching. Passport bros, we up. They are testing us. So let's keep showing them how serious we are. So there you go right there. That's actually proof that they are trying to test you. They definitely are. Shout out to Hodge says this chick don't realize that with the rise of sex bots and AI men are going to uh, be choosing artificial sex over real sex in the future. Just ask Japan. And listen, uh, much people as much as people would probably want to disagree with that. It's, it's going that way. Um, uh, AI is replacing OnlyFans girls. So. These girls going to be out on the street. Shot X says, man, he says, uh, We'll be messing, he says, ma'am, we'll be messing your daughters. <laughs> we'll be, I think you meant we'll be messing with your daughters. So you're wrong. The junior college is where it's at. 100%. Samson Keller says her optimism is cute. Too bad. She's using the female emotional logic to predict the future. She isn't factoring MGTOW, leasers and renters, and um, artificial sex with uh, dolls or AI and PPBs. I'm not sure what that is. Is it paper or something? Mike Reed says, I hope the rendition, I hope the rendition team finishes waterboarding in time for the show tomorrow. All right. Notorious NIG, the more I watch you, the more I realize that KS was unknowingly leading us to the slaughter by thinking he could change the minds of these XXs. All right. And yeah, I've, I've never been about that business for sure. I don't know if he was leading you to slaughter. He was definitely good at marketing. Derek Choice, coach, my girlfriend dumped me, so I took her wheelchair. Guess who came crawling back? <laughs> All right, shout out to them. All right, um, anyway, we got, uh, let me see, we got PayPal, uh, Cash Apps. He says for the, this is Allen, says for the Junior College Rice Bowl Fund, indeed. And they be out there, brothers. Oh, by the way, in Los Angeles, in Southern California, you have to be multicultural. You have to be multicultural. So, you know, 
there's a there's gonna be a lot of Bama ass ninjas that's gonna come out to LA and um hold up for a second. I'm typing on the wrong screen. And these Bamas, you're gonna only know black. All right. This is why in, in Southern California, you can't be a guy that only knows black culture. You can, but you're you're gonna be limited as to where you can go. I'm sorry. You're gonna be limited to as to where you can go because although you might see a lot of black people in certain areas. There's not a lot of black people in Southern California and there's not much black culture. There's not much black culture as you think. And people integrate with others, meaning there's going to be a lot of Spanish speakers, Latinos. There's going to be a lot of Asians. There's going to be a lot of Russian chicks. There's going to be a lot of white chicks. There's going to be a lot of white chicks that don't even go to towards where you, where you going and living. Okay, so if you think they're going to come to you, oh, by the way, they don't come to you in Los Angeles, okay? You go to them. Like, I mean, it's there's a there's a give and take. What, what people do in Los Angeles is they date across the freeway. And if you don't know to get around the freeway, you ain't going to get no Pedussi. You ain't getting no peace leave. So you got to be able to jump on the 405 and then hop over to the 22 and jump on the five and hop over on the 118, head over to the 101, come all the way back down on the damn one, 110. <laughs> You're going to be in circles. Ninja. You gonna be... <laughs> They're going to be like, Oh, where you live? She's going to be like, I live in, um, I live in, um, I live in Pomona. You'll be like, all right, I got your ass. And then she's going to like where you live. Okay. I live in, in Inglewood. Ninja, you're going about to drive for an hour and a half. <laughs> an hour and a half to two hours to go reach her. You know that, right? You're about to drive at least an hour and a half to two hours to go get her. So you can put your Mac down. As soon as your ass get over there, she's going to be like, oops, I forgot. Can't meet tonight. Ninja, you done sat in traffic and she done flaked on your ass. You got to know how to you got you got to know how to schedule women in Southern California or your ass is going to waste time because she sure will. Oops, I forgot or call no show. And you didn't drove in traffic. And if you say you from Inglewood, just go ahead and eliminate 80 percent of the women in Los Angeles as potential mates. If you say you live in Inglewood, do not think you about the date across the board in Los Angeles. Do not think these bougie-ass chicks and these rich girls are coming to Inglewood to lay in your apartment. Forget it. They're not going to drive there. They're not parking their shit there. Forget it. Ninja, you got to move to a good neighborhood. <laughs> Come on, man. So it's a whole, he says, L.A. sounds lame. Why not just take a monthly trip south of the border and catch a hot senorita? For real. I mean, some people could, some people choose to do that. And it's not just L.A. This is the entire Southern California. So this means San Diego. And look, I know people look at the map. A lot of people look at the map and they'll be like, oh, I live in L.A. I'll go to San Diego. <laughs> That's a four hour drive. It's depending on when you when you leave. It looks close. If there's no traffic, you can get there in an hour from Orange County. If there's no traffic, it's an hour drive. And you can clean up. So if you wait till 8.30 p.m. to get started, you can drive and it'll be an hour. If you leave at 3.30 p.m., you about to drive four hours. <laughs> right? You ain't about to just hop over here and hop over there. 
You're not about to hop over there and over here. So that's even if the person lives close to you. So you're like, oh, I'm in Marina Del Rey. Where are you? I'm in Manhattan Beach. That's 45 minutes in traffic. <laughs> right? All right. Driving 45 minutes. And they, they don't live that far from you. They live down the coast. But you're going to drive in traffic, hit lights, hit lights. When you get there, nowhere to park. You're going to pay 20 minutes. You're going to pay $20 to park your car. It's a, uh, it's. And then when she gets there, then you go to bath there. Oh, can we, can we try this? It's going to be, man. You got to go to the lady. That's why I know most dudes are just going to flop like a damn. And then they're going to say, well, L.A. is whack, right? They're going to say that. Well, this ain't ish. Because in Miami, Miami, you could just walk around. Miami, Miami, you can catch an Uber walking around. Don't take an Uber, please, in Los Angeles. Rent a car. But places like New York and Miami, you can actually just focus on an area, know that area, walk around there. You could just walk here, there, bop, 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 hit the five spots. Maybe drive a little bit here, 20 minutes there, 15 minutes there. That's not how Los Angeles works at all. Wherever you're going and wherever you meet the broad, just know. And she could, you could have met her in San Diego and she lives in Orange County, but you live in San Diego. You're going to go up and back and forth. You're going to do that about once or twice. You're going to you're going to do that once or twice. You're going to go up and see her and back, see her and say, forget it. it you're going to say, forget the bullshit, right? So. <laughs> uh, it's crazy. Yeah, San Francisco is kind of centered. You know, everything's kind of there. You could go there, 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 hop on the trolley, hop on the train, hop on the Marta. Uh, not Marta, that's Georgia. Hop on the uh, BART. But Southern California does not have transportation, public transportation. Not to anywhere you want to go. Not to anywhere where any good-looking women are. You can get to uh, Southgate and in Inglewood in the middle of the... <laughs> but yeah, brother. Shout out to no government name SD says, Coach, why doesn't Kevin Costner just promise to not spend more than 30K a month on the kids when they are with him? Then everything will be even. All right, not spend the 30K a month when the kids are with him. I'm not sure how that would work out. All right, Travis says you could definitely make an AICGA character in your show AICGA could be your government approved NPC opinion and having a counterpart that should be interesting yeah he says would be funny if he was in an open relationship or something just an idea for a new inside joke yeah we got to do that I got to do that that's a good idea I definitely got a good idea all right I think I got everybody I think maybe some PayPal's are left and then some super chats and if you a dude that's not cultural, you got to understand culture. Like, you got to be able to go to the beach one day, go to a nice rooftop restaurant in downtown L.A. And by the way, I hope you have money. <laughs> <laughs> go to the Valley. Go to Universal City this day. Go to the, um, you're going to have to go to the uh, Hollywood Bowl the next day. Go to the Charger game the next, the next week. You can't sit up under... You can't sit up under girls. Yep, go skiing. I'm going to go to Big Bear this week. Go to Mammoth next week. And then I'm going to go surfing this week. 
they go to Marina Del Rey and get on the boat that week. Now, and then go to the Getty the next week and then go to the show. Then go hiking up Santa Monica Mountains. It's and it's all going to cost you. Ninja, you're going to be broke. Go to the desert and go take some um, take a side by side uh, side by side Can-Am and go to the desert. Then go to the <laughs> go to the Dodger get bruh. Go to then go to the Temecula and go wine tasting. I'm giving y'all all ideas. Go to Temecula and then go to Palm Springs when the when the when the uh when the country show and the 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 EDM show shows up. It's it and then and then you know what's gonna happen as you get older. Everybody in LA has already done all of these things. Now, this is where your challenge is, Coachella and um, the other one. Now, if you want the top girls, if you're in there running Mac top girls, what's going to happen is everybody you talk to, they done all of that shit. They done all of that by 24. Stagecoach, thank you. They've done all of that. They've already been to Napa. They already took a helicopter ride. They already been to Malibu. They already, everything that you're going to come in as an out-of-towner running your shit, they already done it. And they done it, and they didn't pay a dime, <laughs> right? You're going to go take, hey, you want to go down to Santa Monica and go to, go to the uh, pier? <laughs> what? You want to go to the Santa Monica pier? Yeah, I was looking it up. Uh, Santa Monica Pier. It looks like a good place to go. Mm. Sure. <laughs> you better get your shit all the way down here. You talking to fives, man. You're you going to be talking to fives there. They've been there, been there, done that. They didn't see everything. All they need to see 15, 20 ass times. I'm like, Santa Monica Pier. This is what you're doing. Okay. Okay, well, I see this guy because then you're like, I don't got to do all that. The pimping ain't got to do all that. Guys, that, that is not going to get you anywhere with any baddies. <laughs> he says, I'll coach you from L.A. I'm about to take your L.A. card. Go ahead. You going to take my L.A. card? I don't need it. L.A. is, LA is donezo. I don't need the L.A. card. And please... Please, before you tell me you're from L.A., you know that ain't going to work because if you're really from L.A., you wouldn't say you're from L.A. If you're really from L.A., you would tell me where you're really from. And then you're going to, I'm going to expose you. <laughs> I'm going to expose you. And then just like, I'm from L.A. Nobody from L.A. says they're from L.A. You got to say where you're from, sir. Tell me where you're from. Tell me where you're really from. He said, Orange County. Compton, yeah. Uh-huh. He from Compton. See, I don't want to hear no shit. Tell me where you're really from, sir. Oh, he says 60 years since. He from South Central. He from South Central. I knew it. He from South Central. That's all you need to know. He from South Central. He from 60. He from, he from Crenshaw, Western, and Slauson. I mean, that's L.A. He's right. But, yeah. All right, there you go. That's all you need to know. Shout out to you, man. He owned from Western and Lawson. 
All right. I used to go to a church over there on Western and Slauson. I used to go to a church. I think it's not the cross streets or Western and Slauson, but Western Avenue 60. I think it was the 60th block over there by where the rolling 60s are from. All right. And Slauson is either either it's a cross street or it's right up the street where they started the L.A. riots, where they where they started the uh, Rodney King riots right there where that liquor store is. You know where that is. All right, you know what I'm talking about, where that liquor store is, where they started right there on Slauson Avenue. I think that's Western and Slauson, if I'm not mistaken. All right, I used to go to church there when I was uh, in middle school. That's the hood. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, that's the hood. If you really wanted to know where he from is the hood. Shout out to you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. My man is blood and cripping. He need a whipping into shape. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Throwing up gang signs. All right. It's around the corner. He's uh, shout out to you, brother, man. Shout out to you. West side for life. All right. You from around the corner. You're around the corner from that. Shout out to them. Florence and Normandy. Yeah, it was Florence and Normandy. I think it was Florence and Normandy. My brother is cripping. He need a whipping. All right, shout out to my brother here, man. He's literally from L.A. That's Los Angeles. All right, shout out to Pro Man says, uh, when we got out of school, it was Flintstones, Woody Woodpecker, Tom and Jerry for us. We were latchkey kids. And when it was football and basketball season, we didn't get home until Tom and Jerry, 100%. 100%. Those were the good old days. All right, good old days. Yep, I got straight to school and got a bowl of cereal and made some toast and sat up and watched cartoons. Latchkey kid ninjas. And uh, Zaddy says, I lived in Santa Ana for 18 months. I worked at Mission Viejo. Driest 18 months of my career. Couldn't wait to get back to the East. Yeah. You got to know, man, Santa Ana, you lived in Santa Ana? Damn. <laughs> you lived in Santa Ana, boys, though. But, yeah, and then he worked in Mission Viejo. Uh, that drive back and forth probably took you 40 minutes up and back, and it's not that far. If there's no traffic, it's a 20-minute drive. He probably had to fight in traffic up down the I-5 going to Mission Viejo. All right, yeah. Back and forth, and yes, you were in. Hey, you love gorditas, then. If you down in, if you down in Santa Ana, if you down in Santa Ana, he loves gorditas. There's nothing but gorditas. I mean, if you love gorditas and you want to know where to go, go to Santa Ana. There's plenty. You will never run out. Santa Ana, Anaheim. You will never run out, brothers. There's going to be unlimited amounts everywhere. Some They don't even speak English, gorditas. Like, they just look at you. They full of them. They're great there. <laughs> All right. Um, Adrian says, getting peace leave ain't a flex like it used to be. He says, XXs are giving it away, and if not, you can always buy a piece, 100%. It used to be a flex, but I think guys really want, you know, a woman to give it to them. JC says, just for phone coach, he says, pull up the wedge from, uh, pull up wedge from class act movie. He says, wouldn't this, you, you messed it up. He says, wouldn't it be awesome 
if he played Zion Williamson in a documentary. All right, we passed the two-hour mark. So I'm going to check it out. Shout out to the West Coast. What was the name of the movie? I never even seen this movie. Called Class Act. Okay. This must be, uh, I can imagine it's probably one of them. Let me see here. One of those boys from the, oh, I see. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he does look like Zion Williamson. He, he's probably going to get traded. Oh, the NBA draft is tomorrow. All right, so, yes, uh, check out the NBA draft. Uh, he does look like Zion. Yep, he does, but I'm sure he doesn't look like that. Oh, somebody already said that. Somebody already got you. They beat you to the punch. There you go right there. Okay. Shout out to everybody on the West Coast. He says, in L.A., you better have you a main lady. You better off. And you're not, guys, hypergamy is on steroids in L.A. I don't know if you know that the divorce rate in California is 75%. The divorce rate in California is 75%, meaning that when they say it's not, she's not yours, it's your turn, she is literally not yours. It is just your turn. You're going to have in, in, in Southern Cal and somewhere, that girl is just yours temporarily. You better have you a, a muskrat, a five, a California five. You better have a, a, a girl that a go to. Hypergamy is on steroids in Southern California, <laughs> right? You're an, it, it, your girl is constantly seeing other men, and no, other men aren't approaching. She just constantly sees better men in a better position than you, right? She sees, and it's it's unavoidable. Like, if she goes to work and she lives here and you're struggling and she goes from Santa Ana, your girl, you better hope she's loyal. Because if she goes over to South Coast Mall from Santa Ana, which is a 10-mile drive, she's going to see wealth way further than your wealth. <laughs> every day she goes to work, every day she's going to see a ninja way better than you, doing way better. Hypergamy is on super. You can't trust your girls out there, man. And no, they're not even barely getting hollered at. See, in L.A., there's no holla, holla, holla. People don't holla, holla, holla. People just wait till you get in the, in the right circle and get close enough. And then they just flash, they, they flash their status. And it's a wrap. They going. They going. Or they not going. They going to choose. They going to choose. But yeah, there's too many, there's too many, there's too many dudes all, all day long. Now, not everywhere is like that, but that's how it is. And if you're not in that circle, you'll know you ain't rolling. And, and don't and trust me, I'm going to say this last piece. Do not tell me you got the baddest bitch in Los Angeles, <laughs> right? And do not tell me you getting the baddest bitches. All right. It's going to be very easy to distinguish what type of girls you're getting. That's why I don't play with these games and just talking that shit. All right. I'll be like, please, where she live at? That's the first thing I'm going to say. Really? Where she live at? You got the baddest bitch. The baddest bitch in L.A. has somebody paying her rent and her car note. That's the baddest bitch in L.A. She has somebody paying her rent and a nice, a nice townhouse, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yo, chick. Yo, chick lives. Yo, chick lives in Reseda. Your chick lives in Reseda. 
Oh, man, Coach, she live in Reseda. She a baddie. She the baddest chick in Reseda. Okay. <laughs> Downey. All right, that's all you got to tell me. She lives in Norwalk. Got it. She lives over. Oh, she lives in Corona. She lives in Corona. All right. Yeah, man. Got you, bro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You really macking it up here. You really pulling the baddies. Yeah, she lives out in Corona. Mm. Rancho Cucamonga, you say. She lives in Rancho Cucamonga. Mm. Chino Hills. Yeah. You're really pulling them. <laughs> I see you're really knocking them down, bro. All right, look, let me stop messing with these dudes. Let me check this cash app over here, cash app over here. And she, li and she lives with her parents and her grandparents in Corona. Oh, yeah. Shout out to uh, Mr. Smith. Joshua says, tell him, coach, rent's due out here. I got you, Your brothers. Due, Shout out to this name I cannot pronounce. He says, what if I self-sabotage myself? I, got, I get divorced. What if I self-sabotage myself if I get divorced? Well, you're going to pay. Nabby, shout out to you. Nabby's in the building, and I think that's it. He says, highest bidder wins. It's tough. And even if you, you trust your girl, she's going to go out. She's going to just go, ah, we're going to the LA Kings game. Some ninja's going to invite her to, to, to the suite. And I ain't talking about ninja ninjas. I'm talking about Kanye homeboy ninjas. I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say that. <laughs> You'd be like, coach, man, I'll be at Pierce College in, in, in Winnetka Tech. I'll be at Pierce College, man, pulling the baddies at Pierce. <laughs> All right, anyway. Shout out to Los Angeles, man, and everybody out there. San Diego, shout out to everybody in Ventura County, Oxnard, Camarillo. I miss that place, but I don't. I'm happy out here in the Desert Storm Bunker. And hit the like button on the way out. Peace. <laughs>